Hello, friends. Welcome to the Garage Talk Podcast, episode 151. As always, my name is Tyler Werner. With me is Tim Vogler. 151 bottle of room. And Vince Wheatley. <laughs> that's me. Caribou, Caribou Lou, anybody? Yeah, that's yeah. some old school. <laughs> tech right. tech 9. <laughs> um, this is a very sentimental episode, a very sad episode. This is our very last episode in the garage. This is it, boys. Yeah, if it sounds echoey. If it sounds echoey, so there's nothing in here. It's yeah. empty. We're bare bones. Very sad. I don't know where we're going to record next week. I don't even know if this podcast will exist next week. I'm just kidding. It will. I was about to <laughs> um, say, there's multiple places that we can go. But somebody, somebody come this time next week, somebody else will own our garage. <laughs> we should just show up. We should just show up next week and just set everything up and then come out and look, what the hell are you doing in my garage? Well, this is our garage, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet. Our, the mics. Our patrons paid for this garage. Quiet. The mics are hot. Yeah. <laughs> if you got a problem with us being here, take it up with Atomos Physics. <laughs> Atomos Physics owns this garage. You guys should check out Atomos Physics too at atomosphysics.com or on any social media platform because they're the best sponsors in the world. They protect us from all of the evil, bad radiation poisoning the world has. Except for you can't do radon testing, which is kind of a disappointment. But you can do everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So please support Atomos Physics. Thank you. So yeah, 151 episodes we got through in this garage. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Favorite moments? Off the top of the head? Uh, Anything? Probably the fantasy drafts. Fantasy drafts were a blast in the garage. Yeah. I did. There was there was one episode in the summer that I really enjoyed. There was nothing really exciting about it, but we had Vince brought over uh, beer and orange juice for beer mosas and some uh, micheladas, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. like a, it was just a nice summer day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Door having open. some beer mosas at eleven in the morning. It was just very fun. Good you know fun my, memories. You know what my favorite one was what that one with Grady that we didn't get a. Oh <laughs> man, we had yeah one of the best memories. We had the best podcast episode ever released that in the history of that podcasts. never that, that only has Vince's audio file. <laughs> Which, spoiler alert, you'll get some of that here within a few minutes. We have a, a big bit of a segment where Tim's mic was turned off, and I'm leaving it. <laughs> so, so we have uh, learned a lot. 151 Bob. episodes. We're still very unprofessional and still don't know how to work the equipment. <laughs> but a lot of good memories. Got a lot of good times. I did like some of our video series we did, too, over the summer. My, uh, mm-hmm. my uh, teacher one I thought was a lot of fun. Where I was teaching about yes. the history of Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, if you would like to sign up on patreon.com slash garage talk to see post shows and exclusive talk content like Professor Vincent giving a course on the history of Westeros in the Game of Thrones world. It was a good one. Or you don't have to sign up on Patreon. It's actually on our YouTube page, but... <laughs> Please sign up. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hopefully we... Uh, I Hopefully I find a house soon and we can move into a brand new recording recording studio um, and get brand new microphones and the whole works. But there are like no houses available in Lincoln, so who knows yeah. if that'll ever happen. <laughs> I ain't paying for new mics till we have a new recording studio. That's yeah. final. Yeah. <laughs> so Vince, that's fair. you can keep using that shitty microphone. <laughs> it Seems one, to be all right. It doesn't have nearly as many problems as Tim's does. So yeah, I think true. most of Tim's mic issues are like user error. It's of mainly, course. It's mainly my fault. Yeah. I don't know why. No. It's always Tim's audio I have issues with. I don't know. Too loud, too this, quiet. You can't, you can't handle this. Unconscious. This, this voice. This, this. Tim's too this, hot to handle. Th- this voice box thunder. Wow. So, yeah, hopefully. Uh, 
And if you've been with us for the whole 151 episodes, thank you. It's been a long, what a, what a long, strange journey it's been. <laughs> I think it's trip, isn't it? Long, strange trip it's been. We've been on acid this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> All 151 episodes. We're acid or coming shrooms. down. Yeah. We're finally coming down. <laughs> where, where, where am I? Where's all my stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> so, yeah, this is a – we got a really fun episode today, guys. It's a – obviously, football season's over, so we uh, spiral off into oblivion, as, we, as you learned through all of COVID last year. And, um, yeah, fun stuff. We also have – oh, album of the week. Big album of the week segment mm-hmm. on this episode in honor of Black History Month. Uh, because it is the month of February, so why why are black people better at everything than us? <laughs> like <laughs> all the things that I strive to be good at in life, like musically, black people are better than white people at music. They're better athletes. <laughs> I don't. It's like so backhandedly racist. It's so funny. I was a racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a you it's get a what general, I'm saying. It's right a generalization. It's a compliment. I, it, 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 it's just like it's, but it's like saying it's Asians are good. At, still. It's, it's the funny part. It's like saying all Asians are good at math and that sort of thing. Like that's it's one of those. Uh, oh, I was being genuine. I didn't mean to. Well, yeah, yeah I know, but that, that's also every a genuine. Black, no, it's every still black funny person I met is better better at these things that I like than I am. So it, it's okay, a, I don't mean to make a blanket. No, statement. it's not. <laughs> it was just I just thought it was funny. Okay, yeah, cool. that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody will be offended. Cool. I'm just trying to shout out Black History Month. That's all yeah, I'm saying. It's great. Okay. Well, before this goes out of uh, gets out of hand anymore, uh, enjoy the show, guys. Okay, yeah. So obviously, babies like you put time and energy and and some, like resources into them, and then they become functioning members of you, society. So you, the amount of care that you put into babies will, in turn, benefit society in the future, most likely. The large majority of babies. Yeah. It's again a blanket. Again a blanket. Of course, of course, this is a blanket statement. But I'm saying, in in general, general, in general, most babies, you put time, effort, and resources into them, they become a functioning member of society. Then on the other end of the spectrum, with old people, and again, generalizing here, I get it. There is exceptions to the rule. Mm. But you put time, energy, and resources into old people, and you get nothing in return. There's absolutely nothing that you get back. That's just money flushed down the toilet. Exactly. So I'm just saying, like, your old guy neighbor can just drop dead for all I care. So, Because <laughs> <laughs> the story that you told us before we started recording makes it sound like he has served his purpose and he is no longer... Any benefit? Well, to he's, he according he still has a purpose because he gravels that alleyway. I don't think he does. <laughs> well, you said he did. Okay, cool. <laughs> and the landlord—he's going to talk to the landlord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The landlord Obviously. tore it up. It's going to get all muddy when the snow melts. <laughs> so yeah, that's my life now. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Tim you should just. So he says. <laughs> I just drive through his driveway for fun because his driveway goes from the street all the way to the alleyway. So I just take it as a so, shortcut. You know, I said, don't come on my driveway ever again. You should literally come on his driveway. <laughs> just like he walks out and you're just sitting there like, <laughs> fuck you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> you, all you said is don't park here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Tim, before we before <laughs> before you got here, Vince and I were talking about a cool T-shirt to make. So we have a lot of cool ideas for merch for this podcast. Obviously, the Hope Dope T-shirt uh, needs to go into effect. But also, we discussed having a, a shirt with a picture of like Anderson Silva or somebody who's super jacked, and then Photoshop Vince's face over their face, <laughs> and then on, on the back it says, "Please, anybody, fight me." <laughs> <laughs> And then dash him. Or even better, like, fight me in big letters and then parentheses underneath. Like, please, anybody. Please, anybody. I'm begging. (laughs) And then dash Vince Wheatley. (laughs) Or dash Wayne Gretzky. Dash Vince Wheatley. (laughs) Yeah. And then my Twitter handle, yeah. I like it. So that's, keep, listeners, keep your eyes peeled for that merch dropping soon. Um, Gonna have to buy it up quick because, because we have to, we have to give away free merch to the patrons. So if you're not a patron, you need to buy it quick because all of those Patreon members are going to be snatching it up for free. And they're going to be looking real fly with real their new fly. swag. Garage Sports Swag. Garage Talk Swag. Garage Talk Swag. Garage Sports is dead. Garage Sports Garage is totally dead. Talk Swag. I will be releasing a statement tomorrow. <laughs> today, when yeah. you're listening to this, there will be a statement on social media today about the death of my hopes and dreams. <laughs> so you know it's going to be super dramatic. Gonna Over be the top, yeah. <laughs> just completely, <laughs> as all things I do. Yeah. yeah, that's for real. I canceled the website. The website is gone. It's history. It's in the garbage. So how people are gonna find the podcast now? I switched everything over to Podbean. Oh, okay, so it'll still be on I or Apple Music, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. Yeah, I think there's even like some weird ones that I didn't even know you could get on podcasts because it just shows up on. Hmm. See, I don't know about that either because I've only some. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Maybe it was Podbean, but that's been a long time ago. Yeah. So, but it, yeah, see, I, the internet is very confusing to me. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very scared of the internet because I feel like anybody can take anything of mine without me even knowing. I mean, which yeah, kinda, that is Which possible. is kind of true with this podcast, that apparently, because somebody has stolen it and making money probably off of it. No, I don't know. I think it's just because they use Google to, as their own. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Like I said, the internet's a scary place. All of my other works of personal um, creative outlets, I guess, don't go anywhere near the internet. I keep them (laughs) far away. I'm very, very, like, paranoid. (laughs) So all my my modeling, all my painting, none of that that goes into the stream of ones and zeros. I keep far away from that as possible. Know what I mean? No, I'm I'm not I'm not on that same level. So yeah. Anyway, all you listeners, this <laughs> podcast will not change. It will be the exact yes. same. You'll pull up your phone and it'll still be you'll still be subscribed. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. Maybe if you've already subscribed, maybe unsubscribe and resubscribe. Leave five star reviews. Leave five star reviews. Maybe you're, leave actually leave a review because we actually have like a good amount of reviews on Apple uh, Apple uh, Podcasts. Really? But nobody reviews anything. They just leave uh, us five stars, which we appreciate. Huh. Let's hear some. Uh, let's hear some words from you people. Let me hear what nah, you think. It's fine. I know what. Are you thinking. scared? What they were gonna say? No. Is it really gonna change how we do things here? Is my saying. No, either. but I mean, I'll like <laughs> if if they if they leave a review, maybe I'll like I'll shout you out. Oh, true. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like maybe some incentive there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We're we're 151 episodes in. And we still have zero <laughs> idea what we're doing. Amen. Remember when we used to like actually have like bullet points and stuff for these? Sh- yeah, 
like notes and everything. Yeah, then you guys just shit all over it, so I had to stop <laughs> doing it. That's very true. <laughs> I moved it to my phone. I have things on here about like I had the our pre-show or post-show stuff on my phone. Nice, nice. Vince's Vince has come a long way. Regular show? No. Nah. This is all off the cuff, bub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you actually want decent content, you got to go to the Patreon post show. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we actually plan things out and have a a, a show that like resembles talk radio. <laughs> this is just us sitting around the garage. The garage and shooting the shit shooting with the, the boys yep. in the garage. And you girls got, and girls and the ladies. We've never had a woman on. We have had Hasn't Oriana spoke during the fantasy draft? Maybe. She had two words in, I think. Did you? Ha- you had Robin on once. I yeah, thought. Robin's been on. Me and Tim were both. I was gone. thinking this. I was thinking this the other day. We really need to get like a like a guest panelist who's not on every week, but comes in like once every month or two, and they need to be like black or a woman or something. You gotta really start diversifying. Just so we can get some diversity across. Because we're three white men. I mean, you're wearing awful lot. You're wearing plaid. Tim's wearing like snow pants. Like we. This is the whitest. This is, my, I was this doing is a- the whitest podcast to have ever existed. <laughs> I was doing a letter Kenny impression today. So pitter patter. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, we we need to do something to diversify it a little bit. And I, I I just feel like we're so white that we don't know anybody who's not white. Not that like we intend, <laughs> not that we intentionally do that. It's just, I mean, I don't know anybody outside of you two. So this this is all on you. <laughs> I, I my friend group's pretty diverse. Maybe not in the way we think, but <laughs> in what way are they diverse then? Uh, like my buddy Edwin, he's El Salvadorian. Okay, so we got some Hispanic friends. Um, my buddy Alex, he's Native American. Okay, so well, I'm I'm part Native American. <laughs> Your wife, we, is. We, we've covered that. <laughs> my wife's part Native American. Ipso facto, I am Native American as well. That's all the diversity we need. There you go. Hey, we're good. Never mind. <laughs> we have all the diversity credit we could ever. Need. Maybe we can get a scholarship. Ooh, this podcast. And you start applying for grants. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. We're, none of us are going to school, but I mean, I, they, they give grants for other things. Yeah, besides my, school, my people lost their land. Like, I deserve some sort of kickback for that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm Scottish, so I definitely deserve something from the UK at least. Mm-hmm. What are you, Tim? What are you, Nova Scotian? <laughs> Tim, you kind of are Canadian. You are a Canadian. Your extreme left-wing liberal views, your long hair. I don't think I've ever seen you not wearing, like, really warm clothes. Yeah. Like, you're... Pre- even in the summer. Yeah, yeah, you're always prepared for the cold. Like, like you, are, you're, you, are, you are so Canadian that, like, you're scared of the cold front. No matter what the weather is right now, you're always prepared for that, that snowstorm to hit. That's you, in a nutshell. You've, hold on. Have you done Ancestry.com? Wait. Hold on. Sorry to interrupt. So you think if he took an Ancestry.com thing, that it'll come back, that he's Canadian? Possibly. It's not an ethnic. Uh, it's not an ethnic background. Tell, Tyler. tell that's a Canadian. <laughs> We we, what depend that depends if you're in Quebec. <laughs> I, guess, but... I hate Quebec. Wait, who are the na- who are native com- who are native Good Canadians? Who are native Canadians? Native Americans. 
Wow, so we've been using the wrong term. They should be Native North Americans or Native Canadians or Native Mexicans. Well, Americas just refers to North America, like yeah, the Americas. So we own Canada then, pretty much, is what you're saying. So, you, so okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a learning lesson for Tyler here. So the United States of America. Okay. So we're, the uni- we're a united Correct. group of states in the, on the continent of America. Of North America. So what? So is, <laughs> what's the second term for Canada? <laughs> Canada, Canada, Canada America. That, that's the name of the country. The they United chose. Territories of Canadian we chose, America. We chose a very like, like, obvious name because we're like, well, we're a bunch of states. We're on the continent of America. United States of America. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. Listen. <laughs> Our, our forefathers did a lot of things for this country. Uh, creativity was not one of them. <laughs> that was not one of their strong suits. Or was it? I don't know. I don't know much about George Washington other than that he was big and badass and could whoop, whoop English ass whenever he wanted to. Amen. And that's not revisionist history. That is fact. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> I could see Tim being French too. What are you? German Danish mostly. Huh. I feel like you're not blonde enough to be Danish or German. It's so helpless. It's so helpless over here, man. <laughs> like, I don't think we can help him anymore. No, I'm not the perfect Aryan. Yeah, there's not years of inbreeding in that. <laughs> Tyler, by the way, did you know everybody with blue eyes in the world is related? Really? Yeah. Comes from a single genetic strand. <laughs> Look at me, Vince. Do you have blue eyes? Uh, they're more gray, but oh, they're blue. They're blue gray. I see it. Yeah. I've never looked at your eyes before. That's that's fascinating. Yeah. As long as I've known you, I've never looked at your eyes. Yep. You have very pretty eyes. Product of inbreeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, so so that's it, thing. That's a thing in my my uh, ancestry. So I'm good since I'm done, I don't have blue eyes. I'm good. Yep. You're good. So wait, you're how good. does my brother have blue eyes? It's in it's in your genes. So What's yes. going on? It's in your genes. Hmm. It's a recessive gene. So he got both recessive genes. And I got, got I got both progressive genes. You got <laughs> no. That is not you at all. What's the opposite of recessive? <laughs> Progressive is not you. Oh, <laughs> I always thought I was the dominant species in my family, and eye color apparently proves that to be true. Well, you still have probably the blue recessive genes, but you just have the dominant, like the other colored dominant gene. Hmm. Listen, I'm not a geneticist. Genetics are very means, tough. This is hard. It's not that tough. It's pretty, but there. I mean, it does get very. There's a lot of variables. That's the only thing. Anyway, we need more diversity in here. We're. <laughs> that's where we going. That's where. That's where I was initially going with this. Is that we are. We are. I would like to diversify our portfolio, so to speak. And maybe, like, maybe that's how we should just approach us, like, in, like any of the black people we know, or any women we know, or anybody of different ethnicity. Like, hey. We don't really care what you have to say, but we do need your diversity credit. So if you want to come on the show, we'd really appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's not patronizing. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, do we have any non-white listeners? <laughs> uh, that's probably. Well, probably not at this point anymore. That's probably they, they probably jumped ship fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a product of our Germanic society yeah. of the city that we're in. Well, is this, I don't know, 
especially after my last job, it's hard, it's hard to even make more friends, it seems like. Tim hasn't been recording this whole time. Nice, <laughs> dude. I just looked over at the uh, the wavelength. Tim was speaking. It was very quiet. We on didn't the computer. do a mic check before this. Didn't this do a mic you. check. See, this is this is what happens when there's no football. <laughs> Everything just goes to hell. We don't know where we are anymore. We're, we're talking about nonsense. We we're we lost. just went on a twenty minute span about <laughs> recessive genes. I don't even know. Nobody heard a word Tim said. They have no context. No context whatsoever. <laughs> Well, let's pause this and fix that real quick. <laughs> Tim, talk. Into the microphone. Yeah, I'm going. Here. There we go. Yeah. We did it. Tim's back. All right, now we have to go back and rehash. We have to go through everything we just did. Holy shit. Uh, Tim is not <laughs> Canadian descent. I think, I think we're going to leave that in there. So Tim, despite all the conversation we just had, Tim said he was not Canadian. Of, or at least of Canadian descent, he said he was German and Danish. Danish. Is that all you contributed to the last conversation? I don't even remember. I don't even know. All right, <laughs> we're good then. We're keeping it all in. We're keeping it all. We're Easy going peasy. straight ahead, guys. Like I said, this is football is over, and our lives are have come to this nothingness. Yeah, yeah. I mean today's Sunday. It sucks. Yeah, Nothing's you- happened. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know what was on TV this morning for sports? No, I don't. Uh, alpine skiing, bull riding. Ooh. I think there's NASCAR on today. So yeah. yeah, this is nah, pass. This is this is uh this is the dark times. This is the twilight. We're in the twilight zone. Yeah. Yeah, officially. And since I follow like so Android, I don't know if you guys have this too, but at least on the Pixel, they have like you can pick like certain topics and they'll just give you like little news updates and stuff. Oh, that's it, neat. I probably can yeah. cuz I have an Android, but I don't know it's how. It's been and so I follow, like, the Broncos news and oh, stuff okay. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just nonstop, like, oh, could Deshaun Watson go to Denver? Hey, Denver, oh, there's some rumors. Desha- I know it's a long <laughs> shot, but Denver could get – like, shut up. I he's love, not, gonna, he's I not know, going to Denver, I so think please. My, my favorite news was who was the defensive back who used to play for the Texans? Do you remember his oh, name? Oh, yeah, like uh, Boy, Hoyle? Boyle? Boyle? Not not AJ. Oh yeah, AJ. No, but AJ. It was not AJ Bouye. It was Smith or something. Anyway, it was a few weeks ago when all the Deshaun Watson news popped up. There was a there was an actual news article because one of the defensive backs for the Broncos who used to play in Houston was like, Oh, you're oh, talking. I know, I know Deshaun. Like, I'd love for him to be on this team. Like, oh, Deshaun's going to Denver. His buddy said it. Like, that's <laughs> he didn't say that at all. Actually, yeah. Yeah, it's we're just, we're we're stretching hard here. Well, no, yet again, Denver has done nothing for the quarterback situation. Um, they'll probably draft the next coming of Paxton Lynch again, um, <laughs> and ride with Drew Locke until they find out halfway through the season that uh, he's not going to work out. They find out that Vic Fangio is a, is a fraud as a coach. He's going to get fired, and then you're going to have some backup quarterback nobody's ever heard of, and he's going to show flashes that of of mediocrity. And John John always make that's our guy. No need to address the quarterback situation. This backup here threw for a touchdown pass in a game we already lost. <laughs> Drew Locke was 4-0 at the end of the season last year. And remember when, remember when everybody was talking about Jimmy, Jimmy G? Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo was like that. Uh-huh. He was 7-0. That's that doesn't, true. I don't understand why that's a bad thing. It's not. It's just maybe 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 football's a team sport. And, and we also Tim Tebow won a fucking playoff game. See, even football doesn't make sense. <clears throat> so, I'm just saying, man. 
You see the Tennessee had their first good season. Tyler's like all big and bad now. Oh come on, we've been nine and seven for the last four years. <laughs> <in> a row, <laughs> man. Uh, we have more above five hundred for the last five years. It's all we've ever wanted. Ain't <laughs> a couple, couple playoff wins to boot. Yeah, how many? I'm how proud many, of those playoff wins. How many Super Bowls in those? <laughs> it'll come it'll come <laughs> guys listen we just we just promoted within Ooh. we promoted offensive coordinator from within and we promoted a defense coordinator is that a good from thing within. Though? probably not <laughs> but mike Vrabel's making sure everybody knows who's whose ship this is if it ain't that broke don't fix it i think we have like that same problem uh I mean, our, defense Nebraska kind, our defense is kind of broken i know that's what ain't that broke though no that it's just 11 and 5 yeah. broke yeah. <laughs> Things we complain about. I am very, very thrilled. Did you guys see the news with the Jaguars? <laughs> no. Oh, you're going to love this. A lot happened this week with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Urban Meyer, who we, uh, who's very well known on this podcast, very well known Loved. in the football world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hate Urban Meyer, if you didn't know. <laughs> so, Rule Meyer. <laughs> um, the Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer hired former Iowa strength and conditioning coach Chris Doyle, okay. who has been accused many times yeah. of, of being racist, of being yeah. racist <laughs> towards his players. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's gonna. And he also put thirteen kids in the hospital for overexertion and uh, his workouts. So he has now become the. Strength and conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Expect a lot of injured Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> especially any of color. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! And obviously, obviously, that uh, didn't take too well to the internet. There's been a lot of backlash mm-hmm. towards that. And or Meyer said, "Listen, we, uh, I can't remember if he used the word vexed. He vexed him, I think." He interviewed, he went through the process, and he thinks the guy's clean cut. That was his response to all mm. this. And the backlash kept coming. And then, so that happened Wednesday, I think they hired him. And then on Friday, it was announced that Chris Doyle had resigned. <laughs> ah, well, good. I guess that worked itself out then. Yes. <laughs> but but the, thing, the funniest thing to me about uh, all of this is that Urban Meyer is still the... Uh, stand-up leader that we know him yes. to be <laughs> yeah he, he he not only hired this guy but he stuck to his guns about hiring a guy who was released from his previous job for being a racist <laughs> towards his 20 year old athletes and putting them into the hospital urban meyer stuck by his side just like he stuck by zach smith's side <laughs> when it came to his domestic abuse this guy teaches a, a, a class at Ohio State, everybody. Mm. <laughs> uh, probably not anymore. Leadership. Probably yeah. not anymore since he'll be... It's really going to really gonna blow Urban Meyer's mind when he figures out that he has to pay them, too, or the organization has to pay them, and he has to work around that sort of thing. He's going to be all sorts confused. <laughs> I, I hope I, I hope Urban Meyer crashes and burns in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, it's I hilarious. You'll just love to see it. Just, and the, and the, like, the thing is, like, uh, he's gonna be like so like what? It's like a homecoming party for him, right? Because he's going back going to Florida, back to hometown Florida. Yeah, and he's just—it's gonna be like a welcoming party there, and I can't wait for it. Yeah, for it to just become a dumpster fire. <laughs> this is gonna be great. This actually it's starting this, already good. Like we this, already have some yeah. embers in the in the dumpster right now, and it's great. This does shift my 
So obviously, the last few years, my hatred has been for the Texans, right? Mm-hmm. And that's starting to shift a little bit over. I mean, the Colts, <laughs> Colts are always there. We we'll always hate the Colts. Going a little and, bit east, but the, and the Colts are always competent. So like, there's a hatred there, but there's also a certain level of respect for me. My my hatred is kind of shifting all the way over to Jacksonville now. Like, <laughs> there's always been a sense of like, I kind of feel bad for you, Jacksonville. <laughs> like, it's, uh, you guys have sucked for so long. I just kind of feel bad now. It's like. Yeah, with Urban Meyer there. Yeah, you deserve it. Yeah, you kind of deserve it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, en- I'm going to enjoy you watching you suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, without Bill O'Brien at the Texans, there's really not much left to hate. You're just going to feel sorry for them he- here in like a couple years probably. No, because Cal <laughs> McNair is a pretty terrible owner. Uh, and I guess uh, have you have you guys heard about any of like the Jack Easterby news? No. He's like he's come. He was like some like businessman for the Patriots or whatever. They brought him in here, and he's like. He's like Rasputining the whole Texans organization. Like he's claiming to be like this, like he's like this very devout man of God, and he's he's leading Cal McNair on a path of like prayer and and properly establishing this like organization. But it's like you've messed everything up. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally Rasputin of the Texans organization, and I love to see it. Just, awesome. just whispering in everybody's ears. It's exactly what's going on. Or, uh, so, so the reports say. Right, I don't yeah. actually know what's going on inside. But all I know is that Deshaun wants a trade, and Deshaun's a pretty stand-up dude, and if he wants out, then there's there's something going on. Mm-hmm. And we're te- we've been very vocal about being Team Deshaun. I think, right? Oh, and for no, sure. And, yeah. no, and no more, no more JJ Watt. That was this yeah, last JJ week. JJ Watt got they released. Did, they, um, I guess they did. They did do right by JJ Watt. They re- yeah. he asked them to be to release him, and they did. They could have hung on to him and tried to trade him and crap. And right. but now they're giving him the option to go get a new contract and play where he wants to play. So that'll be interesting to see where he goes. Mm-hmm. JJ Watt's getting pretty old, but he's still he's still a force. Oh, for I think sure. there's yeah, some think, left in the tank. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a, a bit of a different tale that you said last week when I mentioned J.J. Watt, but... What did I say last week? That he's old and washed up. <laughs> <laughs> he's not on the Texas anymore, though, so I, I feel totally different. He may come to the Tennessee. Yeah. Him and his old buddy Mike Vrabel. I love J.J. Watt. I've <laughs> been might, a big, big admirer of him for years. He might be able to pull off the whole Sioux thing, move around every year. Yeah. Urban Meyer gets picked up by <laughs> Tennessee all the time. Urban Meyer is a, a leader. Stand, he's a stand-up he man. He's a leader. <laughs> yeah, we, like, yeah, as I said last week, anybody who comes to Tennessee, all their past sins are washed away. They are cleansed, and I am all for it. Uh, but no, JJ Watt. I'd love to have him. JJ Watt's that guy where he's not—he's not like you, like Aaron Donald anymore. So yeah. he's not going to be a every single play like just dominating force. Not a wrecking ball. No, he's... but JJ Watt still has the skill set where I think you bring in JJ Watt to a, a competitor to Tennessee or or Green Bay, or Pittsburgh or something, where he comes up big in the fourth quarter big in, fourth in, quarter. A, in Plus the regular season, or he comes in in the, in the playoffs. You're you're trying to make a defensive stand to win the game. J.J. Watt makes the sack. That's game. Like That's what he's going to be brought in for, I believe. Or he gets hurt in the second game, and he doesn't play the rest of the year. That's Or that, too. That, well, I think he's – and I think, you know, besides just game impact, like he's also a very experienced defensive lineman. He's a veteran. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be able to help develop younger players, too, I think. So I wouldn't be surprised seeing him go somewhere. And, uh, and honestly, to, despite everything I've ever said about J.J. Watt, seeing what he's done in, for the city of Houston and his, yeah. his hurricane relief and him – yeah, being like a humanitarian, leader, being an actual leader in the community, yeah. he will also impact whatever team he goes to in that way too. Yep. I'm sure I'm, whatever community he is ends up being with. So come on down to Nashville, JJ. <laughs> you know I mean, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> so, wow, guys, there's still NFL news. 
No matter what. A little what. bit, yeah. There's still a little, a little bit. bit. We'll get it through. We're, we're really uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel here, but... Carson yeah. Wentz. Somebody offered t- two first round draft or two second round draft picks for Carson Wentz. Holy cow! Ooh. The Colts did. Oh Jesus! Yeah, maybe they're not well, as a, maybe, maybe they're not as respectful you, as th- <laughs> respectful as you thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> good news for you, but jeez, I can't I can't imagine anybody. I don't know. Maybe maybe there is something with. Maybe he has something left, and I don't. I, I honestly don't. Maybe think he was getting a, screwed up in Philly, but I don't know. I just. I don't why? think he's a terrible quarterback by any means. No, I, but yeah, it's. He's not I, gonna. He's not gonna. Well, Tim care. hates him apparently. That we well, <laughs> discovered. Well, it's like now. Yeah, it's it's like I. I've been looking back at it. Like I don't know if like Doug Peterson was like sabotaging this whole entire year or something, or he was part of the problem too with him. So I don't know. Maybe he'd do better with a. With better coaching, who knows? Who? I I don't know why I I, I was just taken out of some weird frustration in my life on Carson. Yeah, Tim 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 was having a rough rough time a few weeks ago. What it was. (laughs) All right, so let's move on past football. Let's do a fun little segment we haven't done in a long time. Let's do a little bit of album of the week. Ooh. Revisit it from a, a long. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. And despite everything we said at the beginning of this podcast, joking around, obviously, February is Black History Month. So this is the album of the week, Black History Month edition, where we were on our honor uh, black musicians from the past or present. Hell yeah! So in honor of Black History Month, my album of the week is Funkadelic's Maggot Brain. Now, if oh. you're un- unaware, Funkadelic is kind of the... Parliament Funkadelic? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 yes. pretty much what uh, the Parliament be- turned into with yeah. with George Clinton after right. that group. But Maggot Brain um, was their third album, in ni- released in 1971, and it is... It's very, very diverse. I mean, you get a lot of the, the Parliament kind of funk, funk mm-hmm. music, um, but some of the guitar work is absolutely astonishing. So here I shall play the song Maggot Brain from said album called Maggot Brain. And this is just pure, unadulterated sex. So this is not only the title track, it is the first track on the album. And it's... on it. Honestly, I've never had a more... No sex that I've ever had in my life has come close to matching the euphoria I get from this song. <laughs> Damn. It's just, listen. It's, 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 it penetrates you. It's amazing. There's no, there are no vocals in the song. It's just this sweet, beautiful, sexy guitar all the way through. I guess, I, <laughs> I guess the story behind it, though, is that, yeah, the guitarist, he, um, took some serious acid you don't say yeah <laughs> and uh the i think george clinton told him, like imagine if your mom died or something like that and then he played this <laughs> damn yeah usually you don't want to go through that stuff on acid but if you, if you if do if it creates this i'm forever thankful no matter what went through his mind i'm happy it happened and i don't i don't know if that's true i read that on the internet okay well that's true it's fun trivia if it's on the internet it's true so i saw it on somebody posted on facebook so So yeah, Funkadelic, 
Maggot Brain, 1971. Check it out. It's that that song's pretty different than the rest of the album. I'd say a lot. A lot of it, it's more f- funk based. Um, but I just love that song so much. I I had to highlight it here. So, what do uh, you got, Vince? So I'm going even older. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I thought I was going to be the older one here, but I guess we'll, well see. Well, let's I, here, Maybe I ruined Tim. Dueling, no, dueling no, no, ages. No. Here we go. Uh, I chose no disrespect. No well, disrespect mine's to any, in the '90s. So. No disrespect to any current. Yeah. Well, I've chosen <laughs> yeah. enough. I think Black I've chosen artists. enough. Like Kendrick Lamar. I think I've even done a Run the Jewels yep. album before. So, believe me, I love new. I, I love new uh, like black artists. But this guy, I think, I I wouldn't have probably picked uh, an album this old. Like if I wasn't like if it just wasn't Black History Month. So I just like was kind of going through. And I think this guy obviously. Will has made a mark on history for sure, and it is uh, Chuck Berry's mm. "Berries on Top," um, which albums back then are a little bit different because I mean he had all of these he had a lot of these songs already like kind of written and performed yeah. and stuff, but finally compiling them into an album. But uh, came out in 1959. This is this is the original rock and roll. Yes, I mean he's he's regarded as the king of rock and roll. The the father of rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Elvis Presley's the king of rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, then he's the father, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this one has uh, songs like Maybelline. If Elvis, Pres- Hold on. if Elvis Presley is the king of rock and roll, Chuck Berry's the god yeah. of rock and roll. <laughs> there you go. Yep, that's for sure. Uh, but Maybelline. I'll do, I'll do disrespect to Elvis Presley. <laughs> Anyways, Maybelline, one of my favorite Chuck Berry songs. Love that one. Johnny B. Good, classic. You hear it all the time. Um, but yeah, uh, one of my favorite, favorite albums, one of my favorite artists to listen to, especially if you're just kind of like, I don't know, wanting to jam out, like one of the most jammable, uh, artists and albums out there. Nice. And, and and influential artists. Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, he just set the tone for music for years ever. (laughs) (laughs) Like we're still seeing his effects today. So the the first Chuck Berry song I ever heard was, uh, Dingaling. Oh yes, <laughs> I love that one too. That's a good I'm one. Like, I think that's his one of his Christmas ones. Wait a one. minute, what is he talking about? <laughs> what uh, I was really young, and I was like, ah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. What song is this that we're listening to? Uh, we can listen. How about we? How about we listen to Maybelline? Maybelline I love Maybelline. Here we go, Maybelline. That's yeah. a good one. So here we'll we'll put on some Maybelline for you guys. Again, so some of the. How can you not move to it? Oh, for sure. Is yeah. It? I don't think there's nobody on earth can listen to this bag. I feel, I feel nothing. Yeah, and I mean like this is just like classic kind of even country like you know has very country like it influenced country music even. Influenced blues, country, everything. Yeah. What the hell is this banging? What's going on? Tim, <laughs> what are you new here? <laughs> All right, so Tim, but yeah. Maybelline, Chuck Berry, from Berry is on top. Berry's on top. So, all right. Uh, I'm going '90s. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, I got Notorious. B.I.G. Nice. <laughs> uh, Good pick. Uh, sorry. Uh, hey, see, we are life diverse. A- life after. So much different music here. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. Life after death. Uh, one of my favorites by him. I mean, I like it, the the one previous to that too, but. Uh, this one, I as a whole album, because uh, the first one has Big Papa on it. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. a, one of his first big hits, and but this one, I as a whole album, I think just 
uh, just I like to listen to all the way through. Like if I'm just driving by myself, uh, I don't know why. I don't know why it just makes me feel fucking badass. Like putting on the bass, and that's in my the song that I pick picked out of it. He has some just great beats in this. Like the the bass lines are great, and that's why the song that I'm picking to play is a hypnotize. Ooh. When I was a when I was a wedding DJ, I would I would always try and like. I always had to kind of feel out the crowd, like, because I'd be playing, like, newer rap, and I would just, like, eh, maybe the chicken can, dance. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go from the chicken dance straight into hypnotize. I, I might have actually done that before. Tim just but, drops it on him. <laughs> but, but, yeah, hypnotize. The classic opener. And then just... You can't, and you can't tell me you've never heard this song before. Right, I mean... Yeah, that's I, the thing I love about '90s hip hop is it was, it was like the formative years of hip hop, and it's, yeah. it, it's and not to take any, anything away from I guess modern hip hop artists, but there was there was some sort of like rawness and genuinity that came with early '90s hip hop artists that I don't want to say that we don't get today, but it's just it was just it's so much more find. it was so much more pure, I'd say. Yeah, it's a lot harder to find like that kind of level just because like like you said I mean this was a new genre of music being birthed you know and and so we get a lot of that sort of like artists like kind of trying to find their voice you know like they're they're it's so it's so different from the rest of the music from that day and age so it's just like all of a sudden this is it's so like you said raw you know and the way and the way music was I mean just even the music industry was back in the 90s is so different than it is now I mean the guys who are making hip hop here, it's it kind of goes along with like the grunge scene is that they weren't yeah. they weren't trying to be famous they weren't trying to cut a, mu- a record deal they this was their outlet and their escape from where they came from or not escape but their representation of who they were and where they yeah. came from yeah. so I, I love it I absolutely love it who is who yep. is the best nineties hip hop artist <laughs> I mean that's tough to say that's, that's there's so thing. many good ones and I mean there's always just the debate between Biggie and Tupac yeah. but yeah, let's see I've always been more of a biggie guy i mean i i i don't know i i've never listened to a tupac album all the way through it just Ooh, doesn't do it go. for me all well, the I way that's so that's Tim's so 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 biggie's way up there i mean i loved nwa uh Do- that, dude dr dre had a damn good and the, run i almost the picked the chronic for this one yeah, but but, that, been but good. as a whole album i really didn't feel like i liked it quite as much as this one so as uh, life after death by notorious big so yeah, there you go. So for the rest the rest of February, listen to Funkadelic's Maggot Brain, Chuck Berry's Berry is on top, and Notorious B.I.G.'s Life After Death. Boom, some good, some good music to hold you over. Yes, <laughs> and like you said, diverse music too. So like, you know, whatever day you're on, if you're feeling some some rap, some OG rap, turn on Biggie. Feeling funky. Turn on the, what are they, Psychedelic? Funkadelic. Funkadelic. Oh, Funkadelic. It's in the name. Funkadelic. <laughs> yeah. And then if you're just feeling like you need a jam out, got Chuck Berry. Old Chuck Berry. All right, so let's get into the heavy topic of this podcast and what we're really, the reason we're all here for is obviously we're big Last of Us fans, not really Tim, but we spoke about a year, it wasn't even a year ago, I think it was last summer, right? They announced that HBO... 
um, was making a Last of Us television series mm-hmm. um, from the Chernobyl writers. Also, it's going to be heavily involved. Uh, Neil Druckmann, the director of the video game, is going to be heavily involved in the show. But they have finally found their leading man in Joel, and it is Pedro Pascal, who we just spoke he, of. He's going to be starring in all yeah, of our the, favorite shows. We talk, about in the we, talk, we talk in the post show. Pedro he's Pascal. A hot commodity right now in Hollywood, he's, man. I guess. He yeah. might be. Might deserve Father of the Year award. <laughs> from <laughs> right, Mandalorian, yeah. from Wonder Woman 84, and straight into this. Even though I guess his f- skills as a father are very questionable in Wonder Woman and also, <laughs> and, but, pro- and also in The Last, in of, the last, last of Us and this one. Um, now, obviously, we, we spoke about in the past, too, the issue with, with converting one visual format and adapting it into another visual format. So no matter what this show does, is all of us fans of the video game are going to have preconceived notions of who, what Joel looks like, mm-hmm. what Joel sounds like, the way he is, because we have embraced Troy Baker's acting, and that has become the character. And so now, I think as diehard video game fans and diehard fans of The Last of Us, we are really going to have to have a a very open mind coming into the show because I mean, mm-hmm. is Pedro, is he going to speak with a Texan accent? I don't know. He's, I mean, he's, I mean, he, def- I mean, he definitely could. could. He's done Southern accents. I but think, will before. he though? I mean, I, I, that's yeah, what I don't I'm know. Are, are they going to take a little bit more liberties with the character of Joel? I don't know. But as fans, I think definitely we have to be more open to it for sure. Because my initial reaction is, I mean, I love Pedro. I love Pedro Pascal. I love him in game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I love him in Narcos. I love him in, and the man, especially in the Mandalorian. I've loved ev- everything I've seen that he's done. I like, mm-hmm. but when I heard, it, I'm like, eh, that's not Joel. Yeah, that's not, that was just my immediate reaction is nah. See, I think and that, it probably would have been no matter who they picked up. Like, nah, that's that's not Joel. So I guess we'll just kind of finish talking about Pedro. But yeah, I I, I think I think he is still a good choice. I mean, he's a phenomenal actor. So well, I think yeah, he'll do. So great. I think he'll he'll fit the role. I just meant my great. immediate reaction. Yeah, and as for it. like uh, the creative liberties and stuff, like I mean, video games. You know, you kind of you play a very long drawn out story, right? Yes. Like you play through a lot of the stuff that a movie or a television series will skip because I mean you're exploring stuff you're going through looting things little gunfights and stuff like that so I think there is going to be a lot more creative liberties being able to be taken here and maybe focus on a bit more of the stories and they haven't really released a lot about like the timeline wise like where it's going to fall it sounds like it's going to be more closely related to the first one yeah that's where it's going to start off as where at in that story yeah I, I don't know um but I say so I had an idea I think a really good option Another would have been a great Joel, I think. Another Game of Thrones uh, actor, uh, Nikolaj. Yeah, is uh, Wash the Bobby Waldo. Yeah, Jamie Lannister, the Danish guy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he actually Danish? I don't know. I think yeah, he's Nor- I think he's Norwegian or Swedish. Yeah, I'm, they're all the same. It doesn't Scandinavian. Matter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Scandinavian. We'll go with that. Yeah, I have no idea, but uh, I don't know. I think he he definitely has like the look of a Joel. Like I think he would have fit the the actual like look mm-hmm. i think appearance and stuff like that right. a lot better than pedro start talking about diversity now we want to make the guy white <laughs> All right, here we go uh <laughs> nobody asked for your liberal views here tim okay we're exactly about- where it went I'm vince sorry. is trying vince is already trying to whitewash the last <laughs> of us <laughs> an already whitewash series thank you 
I hope you know who's the uh, in the video game that spoiler alert um, when they come across um, I can't remember his name now. it's been so long since I played the first one uh, the black guy and his his little brother oh yeah I don't remember their um, names either but they should cast Tom Hanks as that guy <laughs> Tim's so mad <laughs> I just said that to trigger him I actually think they have a, a Mahershala Ali I think I know they've been looking at casting him so I don't know if it's for that role or what yeah what he would be awesome yep. Um, they but, also have the role of Ellie casted as well. Yes, that is another Game other of Game of Thrones <laughs> breakout. Bella Ramsey, who was uh, Little Mormont, which we absolutely loved. Yeah, Ooh. she was awesome. Yeah, again, very doesn't fit the like character, like appearance wise, but this another great actress. I think this one uh, I'm actually upset about. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe upsets. Maybe upsets too harsh and too yeah. preconceived. I would say, but. I've been very, very open and honest in the past with my love and affection for the character of Ellie and Ashley Johnson's. Again, I've been very transparent about my feelings that Ashley Johnson's performance is uh, absolutely incredible. And I think Bella, based off what we've seen from her acting in Game of Thrones, I think she can kind of uh, portray the the tough grittiness that comes with Ellie and the um, the ability to survive. I think she'll portray that perfectly but the thing i'm worried about is, God damn it, is sorry tim's freaking out so, some background noise all right all right and action the thing i'm worried about is that the thing that i think is the most lovable about ellie is that not only does she have that toughness and that grit to survive in a zombie apocalypse she has this like charm to her and this like innocence that's really kind of like sweet and daughter like mm-hmm. and i just don't i haven't seen that from bella's performances and i'm not to say that she can't do that but i haven't seen it yet so that yeah i mean we don't have a me, whole we don't have a very big library for her i do have some concern yeah so i don't know but and ashley johnson is is the perfect ellie and I, yeah i don't know if i can get over that yeah. <laughs> well if you're unaware go listen to my rant about the game award show yeah i won't go into that again so the chances of a a video game adaptation sort of show or anything, the chances of it actually succeeding are pretty low because most of the time we've seen so the, the history of the video history. Games the being history made. is I don't know what there's very there's very few that have. There's nothing off the top of my head. Nothing off the top of my head that I can think has been successful. The Super Mario Bros. with John Leguizamo (laughs) (laughs) from the early 90s. With that exception, (laughs) of course. Uh, They're making a Borderlands uh, game, too. That'll be interesting. And and um, another Naughty Dog game, Uncharted. They're doing that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be like a... Indiana Jones-ish. Yeah. Anyway, back back to The Last of Us. It is... There really has to be, and because I, I think you're right, Tim. It's, it's hard to it's hard to translate from one visual medium to another, mm. and I think people as fans have to be very open minded. Because yeah, we have to think too as as diehard video games fans is this this adaptation, this story, is for non video gamers. Like yeah. us, us video gamers have experienced the story because we love video games. But there's a lot of people out there who enjoy good stories who haven't experienced this yet because they haven't played a game. So we mm. have to. Not rush the internet when Pedro's performance is slightly different than Troy Baker's or when Bella's is different than Ashley's. Like we have to not rush the internet and get angry and try to, to you know, review bomb this into right. hell. We need to take it at face value. Yeah. You know, at, at and I think that the key thing to adapting this is keeping the same 
uh, kind of the same spirit of the story mm-hmm. and to get that across. And there's obviously going to be differences and there's going to be creative liberties taken, but with Neil Druckmann being involved with the show as well, I think he will be able to steer at least the 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 idea of the story um, to be still faithful to what it was in the For game. For sure. And the thing I think is going to be the biggest challenge for this series, and I'm actually very excited uh, to see how they go about it, but, I mean, this is a different kind of zombie apocalypse than we've seen. And for those of you who haven't played the game, um, it is This isn't just another zombie story. Yeah, yeah. So the the zombie isn't a virus. Like, the zombie virus, it's not a virus. It's actually a fungal infection, and it has been, like, they drew... It's kind of like coronavirus. <laughs> they drew inspiration uh so triggered this episode they they drew inspiration from an actual fungus that is real that uh does affect the brains of like insects and it even has affected brains of small mammals and stuff like that um so it is like a it's much more believable in my take which is why i loved the last of us so much is because they took a lot of uh inspiration from real life things but these zombies are just hideous like fungal mutations on their heads and stuff like that and they've uh at a certain point you the the fungus actually like takes over and they lose their sight they lose their their ability to speak and so then all of a sudden you have just this like disturbing clicking noises and so i think it is going to be very challenging to get that uh visual kind of done because i mean obviously with cgi stuff like that we've seen that they can do some incredible things and they could use i mean i i if they get the right directors for the show too, they could take it definitely a very horror um, yes. direction of it too. So you don't even have to see everything. You can, it could be stuff in the background right. too, like in, in, in the shadows and the darkness, you don't actually see everything. Yeah. And as we know, and I, again, I, this is another th- a hopeful thing for the series, you know, uh, it can change, you know, directors from episode to episode. And so we could have, you know, the much more kind of, uh, explorate like you know the beautiful cinematography you know like these this post-apocalyptic like nature kind of reclaiming civilization and stuff like that and then some episodes might be a little bit more like horror and just like in the game there's certain levels that are yeah exactly and so i hope we i hope we get to see some of maybe some of that uh what is it like that spectrum from the series too i hope we get to kind of get a little bit of both um and it's not just like all horror the whole time or just like all oh there's a few clickers here and there but i i hope we get some really scary moments and then we get some you know a lot more kind of like beautiful cinematography because the game is beautiful and i hope we get to kind of view that a little bit better too luckily luckily the the show's done by hbo yes so it's like that gives me full confidence yeah i mean and i think even if like netflix got a hold of it i mean we saw with the witcher you know, which was a, a eh. <laughs> you didn't like The Witcher. It I love The Witcher. Right. I couldn't get into it, but I uh, but I also haven't really been into the games. Or I just mean the, it's, the, a hard, the, it's a hard it's a hard it's a hard plot anything. to follow. Yeah, for but sure. Netflix Netflix doesn't put out the quality of shows that HBO does. HBO oh for hits sure on a lot of their shows. They it's put true, out. but I think like as far as you know, with uh, costume design and. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to take anything from Netflix. Yeah, I think, I'm just saying I have confidence in the show because yeah, it is I being I paid had, for and released by HBO. I would have had confidence with Netflix yeah. too. So, but like, I'm yeah, I'm excited that HBO got a hold of it for sure. And if and if you're if you're not a big zombie person, like the zombie aspect of the game is like kind of just background. Honestly, it's almost yeah, it's, it's almost for the video game part, right? It's it's and it's, it's more about it's the just characters. the setting that it's in, right? Yeah. It's that the setting is that it's a. Uh, a, a zombie apocalypse, quote unquote, 
but the story is not yeah the about story that is more all. about these characters yeah the development of these characters and granted like they have to just navigate the setting that this is in i'm so, i'm so excited man because there's the thing that i love about the like the last of us is it's it's kind of the same with uh game of thrones is there will be scenes that happen or something in the game or in in, in the show of game of thrones that happens and it just leaves you like i don't even know how to feel like that was yeah. so like emotionally traumatic for me. Yeah. And I'm excited to see that come to the screen mm-hmm. from the video game. And I'm excited to share that with people who don't play video games. So Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I I, I already asked my girlfriend, like, hey, you gonna watch The Last of Us with us whenever it comes out? She's just like she was already kind of skeptical. I was like, it's gonna be great. I tried I to get my you. I tried to get my wife to watch me play the game. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always she tough. wasn't all about that. That's a lot. That's but a, I did explain some ask. story to her, and she's like, "Oh, that's cool." And I was probably just hu- probably just humoring me. Yeah. But I, that's uh, a lot, and that's a lot tougher to sit through a video game because, like I said before, I mean, you're playing a lot of the parts that would be left out of a movie or a television yeah, yeah, show, yeah. like stuff that is just kind of like. All those scenes could be yeah. condensed, or all those action sequences can be condensed down to yeah. a scene, in or left show. out because or like me, out, yeah. yeah, like uh, so. I'm playing Red Dead Redemption Two, another fantastic story. Uh, but they don't need to see me going and like brushing looting. your horse. Yeah, brushing my horse, <laughs> looting like the 500 people that I just killed. <laughs> you know, they don't need to see that. So <laughs> that's why it's a little harder to watch a video game. But I disagree. I love watching video games. Sure. You need a Twitch stream more, Vince. I want to watch you play Mass Effect and Morrowind. I don't. I, but the problem is I don't want to play either. <laughs> Why would you not? Because <laughs> Morrowind, the only I way... I just don't want to watch you play League, okay? Or Magic. <laughs> play fun games and I'll watch you play. <laughs> don't play, play the games, games that you, you would want to play. Play, yeah. play the game that... <laughs> do, you, do you want a Twitch following, Vince? <laughs> Give me what I want. I'll have one follower. Thanks. I, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a very passionate, loyal, and diehard follower. I mean, we've apparently we, not because if I switch from that to League or that, you're gone. So it's <laughs> not that loyal. <laughs> well, Listen, I only I'm gonna also release something tomorrow or today ooh, where I only use Q as dead. No, <laughs> just kidding. He's still on. He's still playing League, but uh, <laughs> he's just not. not he's on. just not. I like, I like how you're referring to your your Twitch account as like a in, in the third person, like a he's an alter. Entity, yeah. Alter ego or something. <laughs> Vin- Turns out Vince is just schizophrenic. Yeah. Huh? I the I only use Q part is like his actual like very violent side and like graphic side. Racist. <laughs> Vince is Q. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out they're the same person the whole time. <laughs> Tim, have you beaten The Last of Us yet? Negative. No, of course you haven't. What do you do? Tim, what? that is like what takes up your time that you could be spent like finishing. There that aren't game. that many trees, Tim. Yeah, you and know, I know you ain't working on this. <laughs> honestly, I've had uh, so much time that I probably could have. You could have beaten week. The Last of Us and The Last of Us Two, dude. I beat The Last of Us Two in like three days, but on my vacation. For some reason, I'm I've been stuck in this this rut of just watching binge watching TV shows that I've already watched, and I don't know why. Tim, are you depressed? Maybe. <laughs> you know what would make you not depressed? <laughs> what? You know what would make you not depressed? Play Last of Us. Boom. Yeah. Finishing that. Until t- t- you get to certain scenes. Yeah. Until you get to. Oh, man. Until you get to. I'm going to have to. But I think I'll have to. If I do. I need to buy it for the PS4 because we only have it on the PS3 and our controller so You don't have to buy it. I have it sitting in a box at my house. Oh, shit. Uh, that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. I have both <laughs> games. You are free to use that's them. That's what I played. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Vin, I already let I, I loaded Vince. Vince beat it and gave it back. I'm out. I'm out of excuses. Yeah. <laughs> right, Ragged him. Now, now I gave you plans. Football's over. This is what you're doing the rest of the day and the rest of the week. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Now, if only we can dupe them. the listeners that easily. Yeah. Right. Listeners, I have the game. You can borrow it after Tim's done. Yeah. <laughs> Promise. Or you could just. Or here's a thought. You could just spend fifteen or twenty bucks, whatever it is, and buy it and play it because it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Wait, I haven't beat the first one, though. That's what I'm saying. You have both of them? Yes. Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> Never mind. I thought you already sold the first one or something. No, I just sold yeah. the console. I, don't I, th- I, don't I think, kept the game. So yeah, I don't, think Tyler will ever, I don't think Tyler will ever sell. You know how sentimental I am with like hard copies and yeah. stuff? Like I, I keep those. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure we've already gone over this. We, we, yeah, last we, time we, we talked about The Last of Us, every, we, every we time, came to this conclusion. Every time we talk about The Last of Us, I get yelled at for not playing. And then Tim's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> and you we, enti- you deserve it, Tim. We, <laughs> like, <laughs> you deserve the ridicule and the yeah. bullying. How long? How many times have we talked about The Last of Us? And we, each time, the same thing happens. So at this point, it's your fault. I, Tim, I don't know how you can sit there and watch us like almost be moved to tears while speaking of the game. And you just sitting there like, oh, no, not for me. I, I, that's not even how I feel, but I don't know, man. What's holding you back? I don't what's know. What's so, what I is s- so like. Myself, man. <laughs> I don't know. What about the game on. is just so. Oh, Tim, dude. Displeasing. Tim, to you, you will love. Just, there's gays in there. St- <laughs> there's not so the first many. One. Started, yeah. I've, I've started. Robert was gay. The dude in the town. I mean, you kind of have to dig for it, but he's gay. <laughs> And yeah. then also in the... I want flaming homosexuality in my video games, like in The Last of Us 2, okay? <laughs> the, seeds, the seeds are planted in the first one. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want planted seeds. I want to see the pleads being planted. <laughs> yeah, Tim, you have, you have no excuse to not play The Last of Us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see, but Tim, I, I feel like you aren't listening. You've though. said this before. You've yeah. said okay before. You understand where we're you're coming just, from, you're right? You're just trying to shut us up. Yeah, yeah. then I forget. <laughs> I don't know, man. So now it's our fault for Tim, not reminding we're you. We're literally the same family. No, I, we see you every week. I know. Tim, okay, fine. You know what? I will. I'll remind you tonight. Okay. I'll send you a text. Hey, are you playing Last of Us? <laughs> Vince will just buy it for you. Uh, let's not get carried away over there. <laughs> Relax, bud, okay? You already own the game. I don't need to After go buy this, it. we'll go to your house. We'll go find it. We don't have to find it. I know exactly where it's at. Okay. Well, let's do this. Okay. okay. Although it is Valentine's Day, I should probably get oh, back. Of course. Here's another excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, you're a full-grown yeah, adult. You don't need to celebrate this this commercialized Yeah, you're already married. Like Marketing pandering. The... Yeah, that's very true. She yeah. can't go anywhere. She has a ring. <laughs> Honey, did you buy me chocolates and flowers? No, I bought you a ring. <laughs> I gave you my life. What, what, what more can I do today to prove to you that I love you? <laughs> I, I gave up my entire life for you. <laughs> what else do you want from me? Flowers? Is that really going to make you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, those are ar- my thoughts no ar- on Valentine's Day. <laughs> no argument there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robin, Robin knows... My wife knows what to expect from me for Valentine's Day, and that's absolutely nothing. Yeah, I was happy that my girlfriend, she's yeah, like, that's just get me chocolate-covered strawberries, and we're good. And perfect. I can do that. Yeah, that's where a lot of guys fuck up. They, they, they set the bar too high too early, and they, yeah. they keep having to do that. And I was that's like, why that, I've, it's I've, a, I've always been a disappointing significant other since the day we <laughs> met, so she never never got her hopes up. You only have to you only have to break out the big stuff if you constantly fuck up, and I feel like I don't do that very often. There you go. So, 
Uh, I think I'm pretty good. I haven't cheated on it that much, so <laughs> it's. <laughs> we really get carried away on these. Um, without football, we're just we're getting tossed and forth, delusion by the wind. We're stuck in a storm. It's plastic bag in a storm, getting tossed around. Was that an American Beauty? This is reference. The I don't know. This is the Garage Talk podcast. That's one. Get down and dirty. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, well, even It'll it was be yesterday, the day after yesterday. when you're listening. Day after. Happy day after. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I hope uh, you and the person you loved spent the joyous moments together. And if you don't have anybody that you love or if you don't have anybody who loves you, uh, hopefully you'll find somebody. And for all the guys, Merry Dick Christmas. That's why I'm <laughs> rebranding Christmas. Valentine's Day for men. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Love you. Goodbye. Bye.